Welcome, future leaders. This is the audacity to be great, where we focus on real life situations and solutions for the modern day entrepreneur. I'm your host, Teray Young, lifestyle entrepreneur for over 10 years. Let's get it. Risk takers, risk takers. This is your boy. This is Teray, your host with the audacity to be great. I'm thankful that you guys are tuned in to the channel this week. Extremely um, elated to the feedback that I received from the 3 a.m. commitment. I thank you for those who reached out to me personally, those who also want to know how to get in contact with me directly. You can um, get me on audacity to be great at gmail.com. You can also um, go to our particular website, the audacity. That's the number two, the letter B great dot com. All our podcasts are on there so you can kind of just pick up where we left off or you can basically go to the beginning and see whatever blesses you moving forward. So I want to dive in today and really just kind of give you guys a, another little a token that you guys can run with. It was one. It was something that happened recently that just kind of drove me to this particular topic and I just been chewing on for some time and I wanted to make sure I bring value to this particular message because I think it's extremely important. I remember posting something on Facebook recently and and what I found is someone responded back to me and hit me with the, 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 the emoji and also hit me with the facts with the um, explanation remark. And I noticed that that is the, the thing nowadays, the, the idea of when someone agrees with someone else, then they associate the word fact. And it's nothing necessarily wrong with the meaning behind it. It's nothing wrong with even the emoji or even just the representation of it. But what it did was it opened up an idea, it opened up a dialogue that didn't know existed. I was channeling through an, in a subject on unforgiveness. And I, I boldly thought that I was a person that was very free from it, that I felt like there was no person doing me wrong. And um, it tripped me up because naturally I was living this uh, or thinking or believing this particular scenario of my life that I associated my own facts with truth, which really is the topic of today is understanding that there's a difference between truth and facts. And I wanted to make sure that moving forward that I don't necessarily start operating off my own facts just because I have a few individuals who believe in my facts. I wanted to make sure that I'm standing on truth. So I, I went into this discovery. What's the difference between facts and truth? Well, facts, what I've identified facts with is believing based off of your own experiences or based off of your own truths. What I mean by truth is what you see, what you touch, what you feel and what you've been experiencing in life. And as long as you as long as you have enough people who agree with it and it can only just be one other person, you've now made a truth and you walk around mixing facts, calling them truths. So in this discovery process of me identifying my forgiveness part, I realized that. May I, I may not have an issue with another individual or I may not have any quarrels with anybody else. But one of the things that I never did, I never forgave myself for some of the choices that I made. 
believing that I am where I, I am out of punishment at some form or fashion in my life, that things that has happened in my life is because of choices that I've made. And I even heard myself say that to other people. And one of the things that I noticed is that I was carrying generational facts for that matter. I thought about things that were spoken to me in my life that were generational facts. And here were some of these generational facts, despite the things that my parents told me in the sense that they love me. I can do all things that I can be whoever I wanted to be. But let's talk about the generational facts that I was told over my life. I was told I wasn't going to amount to anything. I was told that I wasn't going to graduate. I was told that I was lazy. I was told that I was nonchalant, that I was told that I was self-centered. I was told that I never cared about nobody but myself. And, and I was also told that I wouldn't graduate. Now, even though I was told those things, the fact they were the facts of the individual, and how I made them feel. And because they were either trying to use motivational um, techniques or whether they were just giving me their particular truth. The reality of it is, is that they were setting the stage for me to be able to choose that as my reality based off of how they felt. And if they can get someone else, another teacher, another spouse or another relative to support their beliefs, then these are facts. Because of those particular facts, generational facts, I then wrote down a list of things that what I say to myself or what I have said to myself. And it was surprising that the things that I've said to myself were affecting me because of which was spoken over me. And then I started looking at what I've spoken to other people, mainly my children, and how just recently I was discussing that my oldest is being lazy, self-centered, don't care about nobody but himself. And then I watch how they interact with one another, meaning that, you know, how he interacts with his brother, how he interacts with his sister and how they communicate with one another. And then I'm actually sowing the seeds and I see that they're actually you're stupid. You're, you're not you're not good enough. And we can say this poking fun. But here was a here's my truth. I never really beefed with my brother, AJ. I mean, we were literally we had each other's back. There was a bond there. Those are facts as well as truths. But I'm actually watching the seed starting to manifest that I'm going to if it doesn't stop with me, that my children are going to start taking these facts, my feelings, how I feel at the moment that I've just spoken. And they're going to actually repeat the same cycle. to some form of fashion. So naturally, at the end of the day, you start believing that your lack of resources that your ability to not have the network or the financial means or the fact that you don't have the business or you don't have the marriage or you don't have the children, that those facts are so real that they become your truth. That all of a sudden you are your reality when those things that were spoken over my life. I had a choice to believe that those were real. But naturally, the truth was is that I was going to be a man of God. The truth was is that I was going to be happily married with four beautiful children, running multiple businesses and actually being an impact in society in an influential way. 
those were truths. See, when you're talking about promises and you're talking about gifts, you have to one recognize what they are and who they come from. And when you don't necessarily understand the characteristics of the gift you receive, matter of fact, we can just put it like this. If you know someone who is shady is giving you something, you will have a viewpoint of that individual that you may not even want to consider to receive it. I'll even take it a step further. Just what we do on a regular basis. When you see a 1-800 number and you realize you don't want to deal with that, you don't even take the call because you believe that 1-800 number is talking about your past or talking about taking something from you or taking too much of your time. You've come up with a characteristic of the other person on the other end of that phone. Hence, the, you don't even move forward. We do that same thing when we're talking about our relationship with the father or our relationship with people or our relationship um, or our experiences, our professions, personally and professionally. We tie those things with our experiences and we justify those experiences with enough facts that if we can get enough people to agree with our facts. And guess what? Now we can walk around and say we're keeping it real. It's truth. And we associate keeping it real with being something negative. We associate keeping it real with basically always supporting the negative that took place in our lives that caused this shift or caused this pain or caused whatever emotion to allow us to now sow the seed to say these are facts. And we walk around believing that the facts are real. So now we saying we speak in truth. We're keeping it real. When the truth is, is that you can be extremely real and be truthful, but it can also be as encouraging, as positive as possible. So when you speak certain things in the atmosphere, you decide to Blend them with truth. So now when we have a hard time discovering what our purpose is, our identity, our security, our acceptance, because we are associating those things with what we've seen, what we've experienced. And I recognize that if you don't even appreciate the characteristic of the gift from the giver, then you won't even accept the promise or the vision or the gift that was given. And it's even hard to be able to recognize this because we are so emotionally attached to it that most of our viewpoint on society, whether it's political, whether it is religion, whether it is relational, all those are really mainly based on a bunch of facts that are predetermined or that has no basis of truth. I didn't come from a silver spoon, but I didn't allow my, I didn't allow my color. I didn't allow my, 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 my gender. I didn't allow my environment to then tell me that my facts were that's how I was going to end up. Or this is how my situation is going to be. You may not necessarily have the money to do what you want to do. You may not necessarily have the help. You may not even have the experience or the knowledge. But if if the vision was given to you and it and is very clear what it's supposed to look like, you have a full obligation to walk in it because society says there wasn't going to be a president of color. Those were facts until the promise was given to someone well before society seen in 2008 that that will then become manifested with the first black president or to say that we will never fly. You'll be crazy to get on a plane. Are you serious? I'm not getting on no plane. When naturally at the end of the day, there is more deaths in a vehicle than it is in planes. But truth be told, now flying is just natural to get to your destination quicker. So what manifests in the future, if given to those who are going to bless others, whatever their gifts, their talents, whatever 
promise that has been provided to them. If you don't stand true to that, then naturally you won't be able to receive it, to accept it, to even know the difference between the two. So you don't necessarily know who's how you getting scammed. So you don't know the difference between being genuine or being original to a bootleg when you can't tell the difference between the fabric. I'm not necessarily a person who I'm not picking. But if you want to talk about the idea of, oh, is this a real Louis versus a, a knockoff? And I'm not here to educate nobody. But if you don't see those letters going upside down on one side and upside right on the other, that's a knockoff. No matter how much you spend on it, you need to recognize that those are facts. Those are not truth. And we, we have to understand the difference between the two. So we need to be careful of how we identify what is truth versus what could be possibly generational facts. And I can tell you that from a spiritual side, you see the same thing as well. What we what we do specifically is that we take spiritual laws and we try to identify or we try to understand them from a natural sense. We take common words and we take those common words and we say these are facts. We we can take the word humility. We believe humility is being humble, having someone step over us, give up your life. We believe that being humble is allowing someone to just step all over you. We believe humble is, you know, not asking for nothing, being weak or meek and mild. We believe those things. We also believe on a natural sense that humble, the opposite of humble is being boastful, being too confident. When we take it spiritually, we can take it spiritually. And you, if you guys want to test me on this or trust me on this or whatever the case may be, go to First John chapter five, verse six and seven. It gives you a very clear definition of what humility is. It tells you specifically humility is someone who casts his care onto the Lord. And if you try to hold on to the light bill, you try to hold on to your, hey, how am I pay this tuition? Hold on to your children acting crazy. When you try to hold on to your, your marriage in a sense of cares, when you literally try to hold on to things that that doctor casting cares, you're worrying about uh, what the doctor said about your health. You've been programmed since you were little to say someone tells you to be careful. Something so innocent. Be careful becomes a way of life. So when you get rocked, you're being careful. When my decisions that I made in the past, man, cause pain, guess what? Every step I'm making is careful. So when the vision is given to me and I ain't moving as quickly as I need to because I'm being careful. I'm not walking in boldness because I'm being careful. Now that seems, oh, I'm keeping it real. Or that seems that that's facts. But naturally, at the end of the day, when something is shown to you and given to you and really, if you don't move in it, guess what happens? You delay the gift that blesses others. You delay what currently right now says can't happen right now. There's so many people say that that love cannot oversee racism. That we blame our president. Now, I'm not saying he's doing a, a good job to not get that blame. But naturally, at the end of the day, those are facts. Those are people wanting to corral or rally around someone else because of their past experience. And if they get enough people, then we need to act on this thing and say these are truths. These people need to go. That's why genocide took place with Jews. 
It was enough people who believed their facts that it, it was better for them to be removed off the face of the earth than to work with them. I tell you, it is it's extremely important that we recognize the difference between what is truth and what is facts. That we don't necessarily go back off of just because people support us. Naturally, if you get enough people who believe in what you're saying, you need to start checking that what you're saying is based off of what your belief or what you standing you standing firm on. You can get a bunch of fire emojis. Is that patting you on the back about your fire emoji or is that truth about what's going on in your life or what you plan on doing in your life? So as of for me and my household, I'm going to be selective of saying, be careful. Because be careful means that when life experience is happening to you and you deposit being careful so long, you won't cast your cares. You're going to be extremely prideful. You're not going to ask for help. You're not going to sit up here and, and, and move forward on your dream. You're not you're going to wait for someone else to do it for you and then be upset when things are not happening the way you think they should happen. You're going to basically start forming your own opinion about a church, your pastor. You're going to start forming your own opinion about your relationship with your husband or your wife. You're going to start forming your own opinion about your children because of what you see you start building up these things that are false evidence appearing real you start believing at the end of the day that this is what your life is this is what it takes to be successful this is how i'm not i'm not going to amount to anything you're going to start allowing those that neighbor that teacher that 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 stepfather that stepmother that that relationship that took place in your life where you were harmed and danger to say this is because this happened to you and guess what you start blaming people for it or you start not forgiving yourself blaming yourself for it or even better yet you may start blaming God for it and then you start basically saying oh this is God how could he let this happen how can he love me how is this grace so when you don't even understand his characteristics, when you don't know who God is, then guess what? You can't even accept his truth. So if you don't know that he's good and you don't know that he's love, then you can't accept it. You can't accept your identity. You can't accept your purpose. You associate it with other people. And so now you build your truths. You walking around calling yourself, keeping it real. And we have to watch our words because we put ourselves in a center when things don't go right. We don't think about other people because we've been told our whole life that we need to be careful. We need to carry our own weight because we refuse the smallest things, but we want to cast the big things onto either other people or God himself, but don't want to include him in everything. Now, those are truths. So I'm. Um, I wanted to really just touch on that because really at the end of the day, I didn't want to. I'm not saying, hey, I don't want no more emojis. I don't want nobody to say I agree. And because obviously if it's blessing you, it's blessing you. But I just want to make sure at the end of the day that you know what your truth is, despite what you see, despite what your bank account says, despite what your neighbor or your community says, despite how your kids are acting crazy, despite where your marriage is, your relationships are, despite those things, despite where you, you know, your unforgiveness with other people, despite those things, I need you to understand that those things that you see, touch and feel are not real. It doesn't define you. It's shaping you for your truth that was already in you. So I tell you, risk takers, continue to keep taking risks and dreams of what your truths are. Continue to keep doing that. 
continue to believe in who you are. As we say here at the Audacity to be great, stay true to yourself. Always continue to level up. Be intentional. Get healed. Become the bank and always influence positive change. That's our time today. I look forward to you guys in the next podcast. Love your feedback. Keep giving it. We out. Amen.